G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Talking Trots with Morts and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Yes, hello and welcome. It's Friday and that normally means two things, but not this week. We have no Michael Radley and we have no Gloucester Park. But what we do have is a very exciting show lined up for you today. We've got a very special guest, Linda Hamilton, who enjoyed Group 1 success last Friday night at Gloucester Park with her very exciting filly, Valhalla Miss, in the Group 1 APG two-year-old Phillies Sales Classic Final. It was a great drive by our man Carl, uh, Kyle Harper. Beautifully, beautifully rated in 158.3. Got a nice little breather in the uh, second quarter and then was able to peel off a last half of 28.7 and 29.4. And the scenes at Gloucester Park were absolutely amazing. And this is what harness racing is all about, the excitement and the enjoyment of winning and some of the photos we saw and being there on course and hearing it and seeing it was just absolutely brilliant. And uh, Linda will share that with us uh, very shortly. We'll also be joined, as usual, by our man Scott Bomberhill as we have a look at the Group 2 Furfies Bunbury Cup, plus a bit of a look at some races tomorrow night, that's Saturday night, at the Gloucester Park. And then later, we'll be joined by BK for a look at the Miracle Mile at Tabcourt Park, Menangle, on Saturday night, where we see King of Swing going around. But before we go any further, it gives me great pleasure to introduce one of the icons of WA harness racing, one of WA racing's most successful owners, Mr. Rob Gartrell. Good morning, Rob. Good morning, Mots, and uh, thank you for the very kind intro. Obviously, Michael uh, is in New South Wales, catching up with his mum, who uh, recently had a hip replacement. And I believe he's also over there, or allegedly over there, doing some work for Gloucester Park, uh, representing us at uh, Miracle Mile Night. So good luck to Michael. I hope he enjoys his um, time back home. Yes, I'm sure he'll be having a good night there, cheering on uh, King of Swing, which promises to be a... It's always been a fantastic race, the Miracle Mile, and we look forward to that. So um, before we introduce Linda, let's uh, go back to last Friday night and have a listen to Valhalla Miss winning the Group 1 APG two-year-old Phillies sales clack classic driven by Kyle Harper. And still Val Hallam is for the Hamiltons. Leads the way, half kidding. Got up on the inside, then Extraordinary Mary. On the outside is Precocious Lady. Val Hallamis has got the front. Extraordinary Mary's coming. Val Hallamis is clinging on. The Hamiltons have got the big win. Val Hallamis has won Extraordinary Mary second. Yes, good morning and welcome to the show, Linda. Thank you for uh, joining us. Um, I'm sure there's a smile still on that face of yours. Absolutely, Glenn. And good morning, Rob. How are you? Yeah, good morning, Linda. It was a, just a fantastic night down there last Friday night and uh, the celebrations and to see your son, Scott, um, the enjoyment uh. <laughs> he got was just very, very special. Yeah, I'm I've seen a video of that, and I've watched that more than I've watched the race replay, I tell you. Um, yeah, he's so unbridled en- enthusiasm, wasn't it? He was just, <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, and and yeah, passion, and that's what um, 
all of us have for the sport is, is the passion. And, um, you know, this only comes along for me. You know, this is the first ever time that it's happened. And um, we were just so excited. I was a little bit kind of numb when it first happened because I've got all these microphones sticking in my face and flashing lights and asking me to say something. So, yeah, I'm not used to that kind of uh, attention. Um, but... Seeing, as uh, Mort said, seeing the, the photos afterwards, and I was actually standing back of the line, um, the winning post, when the race ran because I, I just wanted to be in a nice, quiet little spot by myself watching it. And uh, I didn't see Kyle's salute, and it wasn't until I was looking at the pictures afterwards that um, the emotion then really sort of um, started to hit. And, uh, no, it was just fantastic. And when uh, Richie Bell said, you know, for the Hamiltons, it really was for our whole family. Um, both my kids were there and my grandchildren. So, um, no, it really was a Hamilton affair. Yes, the scenes after the race were, were quite outstanding. And as I said, you know, Group 1s, um, they're difficult to win. Uh, to win a two-year-old yeah. Group 1 requires a lot of... Um, preparation um, you only get one crack at it so it's it's a very difficult <laughs> thing to do so you must be very yeah. proud I, was, I wanted to ask did you go to the sales originally to buy this filly or did you um, um did you... yes this was we we have had horses from the sales before but we hadn't had one for a while and um i i said to barry did i i want to buy a horse from the sales this year and um and then i got a bit cheeky and i said oh actually i think i want two and um, we did really thoroughly research the um, the catalogue, and we actually had Roddy Chambers come with us and look at a few. We went round to the studs and had a look at uh, a few of them, uh, looked at their confirmation, uh, taking standing heart rates, uh, looking at them, and um, we then we went up to Allwood Stud, and they had some lovely, lovely horses. Even some of them that I hadn't. In the first instance, um, chosen, but Mick Holtham was really, really good and um, told me a lot about the horses. And the filly was a standout for us because we already had Camelot King and um, she really presented really well. Um, she's, I mean, she was also the half sister to a Group One winner, so the the family through both um, fillies and colts. So um, I didn't think that we were going to get her because we spent a little bit more than we wanted to on the on the colt that we bought. And then I um, was all very happy with that. And then the next thing she came up onto the stand and I'm watching and the bidding is going on. And then, then I came to the sudden realisation that Barry was the one putting his hand up. <laughs> oh, yeah. And I thought, oh, well, he's the one that's got to do the sums at the end yep. of this. So, uh, so I let him go. And... Um, you know, she, the rest is history, as I say. Lovely. The rest is history. <laughs> um, and a funny little story was that after we bought her, um, Mick Holtham, when we went to um, get them after the, the sales, he says, oh, I'm really glad that you bought her. I think she can win the sales classic. And he wow. said that to me when we purchased her. So well, I was going uh, to say to you, Linda, it's, it's such a long process from when you buy the horse to, to getting to the yeah. feature race. When, when yeah. did you really first think? that you may have a Group 1 winner? Oh, <laughs> um, she's always been very sensible and uh, 
the the colt at the same time was was doing really well in, in track work. He would just run straight past her. And then one day he went to run past her and she flattened her ears back on her head, stuck a little nose out and went, no, you're not getting past me. And I thought, oh, well, okay. Then the next next time Baz said, well, I'm going to lead up and you can come around. And she just flew past him. So um, she started putting it together probably about October last year. And... um, we we don't push the horses, and um, as I said in my speech, Trevor and Cat Warwick um, being fantastic to sort of just talk to and and say, you know, where do we go from here? You know, are we doing the right thing? And um, and he said, don't push them, don't push them, um, just wait till trials and um, and see how you go. And she'd never been pushed, um, but. Uh, the first trial, she went around in edu- not an education, a run around at um, Byford, and unfortunately, Lauren got popped on her at the last minute, and she didn't have a whip, and she wouldn't go up to the barrier, and uh, sort of like, and she ran last. Anyway, Kyle jumped on her for her first education trial, and. Um, there was this horse in the trial called Meteoroid, and everybody's saying, "Oh, we just wonder how much this horse is, how many laps this horse is going to win by." And I thought, "Oh God, you know, we've got a real good one for our first uh, trial." Anyway, uh, she ran third to him, and she drew out wide. He drew one, and we drew five. And um, she, he was only only won it by about um, ooh five metres or something like that. And when we came back, Trevor and Kat were there and they said, well, you'd have to be pretty happy with that. And she just, from then on, she's just so honest. And just, um, she does it just effortlessly. Um, the reason I think people sort of weren't keen about her was her first win, which was the heats, where she um, she only... Went one fifty nine and a half, but you can't. I, I thought let she was very impressive. Fun. Yeah, she was. You know, she led yeah. easily, and it's, there was only really yeah. three others in it. But yeah, and, you can't and I put must it admit, too far in front. Yeah, because I must at, admit at I was, a trial at Pinjarra, she just um, Kyle was sitting there, and at the four hundred pulled out and went whoosh, and she put about ten meters on them, and then the little antennas on top of her head started switching around. She goes, what's going on? Oh, we've finished. And uh, Meteoroid got up and just ran straight past her, and she um, lost by about uh, two metres. But she, So if you're too far in front, she wonders what's going on, and, and of course. Um, she, you can't just go, yahoo, we're going to you know, win by the length of the straight. She needs to be in contact with the, um, with the field, but I have no doubt that should she be headed, She's just going to dig. She's going to kick so, on, yeah. But yeah, I did, but so. I did notice one thing, um, and that was I was standing next to you when your uh, first heat was uh, on, and you yeah. turned at the top of the straight, and I think you were probably only about ten metres in front, and Kyle Harper looked like he hadn't even moved a muscle. With a hundred <laughs> metres to go, I think you were still fifteen metres in front, and. You looked like you were just about to get beaten on the line. The nerves and everything that was just there on that that trial. And I'm thinking, Linda, relax. You're going to win this in absolute second gear. And then speaking to you before the race um, on Friday night, you must have been, uh, I could could tell, 
you were obviously extremely nervous uh, in the lead up to the race? Uh, look, I've been awful to live with <laughs> since the fields came out for the heats. Um, just, just a nervous wreck. Uh, I don't do pressure very well. And, um, yeah, I, I just need to be um, often hiding in a little corner somewhere. <laughs> um, I, it, it's, it's, it's the big stage, and, um, and I've not been there very often. And um, I put so much pressure on myself and my horse to perform that um, I've, I'm not scared of failure, but... Um, Sort of, I just don't have the confidence because my horses don't work with really good. You know, I haven't got a big team, so you can't gauge how they're running from your from your own stable. When you've got a big team, you're running with horses that are racing all the time, so you've got a good yeah. good idea of how they're going. But because we're a small stable, it's um it's the un- great unknown, and um, you just have to wait for the for what happens on the day. Well, you um, almost um, you almost pulled off a off a great uh, double on the night because one of your other horses, <laughs> Absolute Delight, ran second uh, in the Group Two APG Philly Sales Classic. So, had that have got up, I just don't think we would have been able to contain you, uh, Linda. Um, so that was also to get a to get a winner in a Group One and second in a Group Two on the one night. That must be the dream for you. Ah. Uh, um it just doesn't get any better than that. Absolute delight. She's no superstar, but she's honest and she just tries a little heart out. Kyle loves her. Um, she doesn't. Ha- she's not blessed with a lot of gate speed, but she has enough that she can um, hold hold her position if she draws one. But the plan always was to let Howlett's horse cross. Um, I thought her run at Narragin was really good when she came up against Unconditional and she held it out, held it out, and that, that went on for quite some time. And she still managed to hold on for second, and I think she only went down by half a length. Um, and that sort of gave me the confidence to put her into the Group 2 race. Um, and I was absolutely delighted with oh, uh, with the result there. Yeah. <laughs> no, look, Linda, that's fantastic. And, and honestly, we could... Um, we could spend all morning uh, sitting here listening to you. I can just hear the excitement in your voice. We yeah. all saw it at Gloucester Park. Everybody on course uh, was absolutely thrilled for the Hamilton family. And uh, I know on behalf of Rob and myself, we uh, congratulate you and um, well done and wish you all the very best uh, for the future. And thank you very much for your time. Thanks, guys. I'll see you at the track sometime. Well done, Linda. You will. Thank you very much. There we go. Linda Hamilton. What a story. It was, just a, story, that. It was fantastic. Um, now, this segment is brought to us by Loans123. Who do you see? Steve Sell. The Nude Nut. That's the one. Cars, personal loan, travel, commercial loans. 1-800-100-100-LOANS123. As we go to the break, let's have a listen to Just For Love, driven by Jocelyn Young for Barry Howlett, winning the Group 2 APG Phillies three-year-old sales classic final. Just for Love is well clear in the straight from Absolute Delight. Secret Reactions out wide. Better Destroyers battling on. Song Grant on the inside. But Just for Love's going to walk in. It's about 12, 15 metres in front of Absolute Delight, holding second from Song Grant and Bettles Destroyer. And that's the way they finish. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. 
This is Talking Trots with Morton Michael Radley on SEN Track. Flow Rider has been able to pinch a, a cheap quarter there. 30.5 and then 28.6. Flow Rider showing the way from Tomless Jambo. Then what are the odds, Relum? But it's Flow Rider clear. Tomless Jambo trying hard. Flow Rider's in front though. He's got them. Flow Rider in front of Tomless Jambo. And Flow Rider races home to beat Tomless Jambo. Great win by Flow Rider taking out the Group 1 two year old Colts and Goldings sale classic driven by. And trained by uh, Aidan DeCampo, who had a driving and training double at GP last Friday night. So excellent uh, effort and a great win there by him. This segment is brought to you by Bayswater Mazda. Driving is better with Bayswater Mazda. Rob, Anthony and the team down there on the corner of Guildford Road. Great job. We've recently just put ourselves into a CX-30. Yes, I did hear that, Mort. Well done to you. And, Absolutely uh, beautiful car. Obviously great sponsors, and uh, we're, we're glad they're on board with us. Certainly are. And um, on that note, we welcome, welcome in our man from up there in Broome, Scott Bomberhill. Good morning, Bomber. Good morning, Mort. Good morning, Rob. How are we going? Yeah, good morning, Bomber. Very good. Tough night uh, last Friday night at Gloucester Park, Bomber. Was a tough night. Uh, that uh, one winner, Flow Rider, on, on the card for us, and the other three were, yeah, not so, not so calm. Uh, yeah, we've tried all again this weekend. How's the confidence levels this week? Uh, yeah, um, yeah, picked out a couple of races at Bunbury and a couple at GP, um, and yeah, I think we can. There's at least two or three winners amongst the four there. Hopefully, we can get all four. But if we can find a result there, that'd be nice. So a different setup this weekend with Bunbury Friday night. Has that thrown out your plans much, Bomber? It's a little bit different, isn't it? Like lost so that's all yeah. pretty exciting Friday lost the park. Bunbury's a little bit different, but yeah, they've got it got themselves a pretty good card down there and the cup looks a cracking race and uh yeah, actually keen on uh on uh, the bird dance there in the cup, which we'll touch on shortly. Okay, well let's get straight into it, Bomber, and we go to Bunbury, their big card on tonight. Uh, first race at 6.03pm down there at Donaldson Park. Great facility, so get along and enjoy the action down there at Bunbury. So race two is the first uh, race that we're looking at, and the markets, which are brought to us by Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry. Number one, our shooting star, uh, into a $1.50. Two, Secret Reaction, uh, $10. Number three, Benisari Lane, Steady at $3.00. Number four, Absolute Delight, $26. Number five, Shelner at 91 Number six, Better Beach Bell, 14 Seven, Novel Approach, 91 Eight, Star Lily, 15 And off the back we have Advanced Strike at $26 and Freya at $19. How do you see this one, Bomber? Really, really keen. The pole marker here, our shooting star, um, gets a great opportunity to, to lead up here and uh, and hasn't had that opportunity for a while, racing against the cream of the crop. And last three chase home, rumour has it, always an angel, blackjack baby, and, you know, they're all very, very good fillies. So she's only led once before and held the front, that is. She, she has led and handed up, but last time she led and held, she blew a field away at Pinjarra and expected to do exactly the same tonight down there at uh, down there at Bunbury. She, she opened up 
you know, much better price than she is now, the dollar eighty, but there's a lot of supports come. But even at a dollar fifty, I still think it's pretty good shopping, to be honest. I marked her a dollar twenty and uh, you just can't see how she gets beat. And Benasari Lane with uh, Junior on board, you don't see any issues there? No, not going well at all and, and doesn't have the speed to cross. That's the that's the big thing here. Our shooting star leads pretty well for fun. Uh, and yeah, and given that you know that other filly's not going well, there doesn't appear to be a whole lot of pressure. Just think it's uh, it, it's going to be a case of uh, straight off the gate and, and first home. Does sound like um, we could have a sizable bet coming up here, Bomber. Five unit bet there. Oh. Rob. She's, uh, yeah, she's the she's the anchor for the night and probably indeed for the weekend. And um, yeah, like I said, Ooh, just very really, nice. really confident. We get some money early. Very right. nice, Bomber. Bomber. We'll, we'll, we'll move on to race five, which is the Furphy Bunbury Cup Group 2, over 2,569 metres. The one bird dance, uh, $3.10 to El at $81. Good last start winner at $20-odd. Bletchley Park, uh, steady at four sixty. Major time, steady at $3. Number five, Has No Fear, at $91, good knockout chance, Dreadlock Rockstar, 101. Number seven, Miragon, uh, opened at 31 into 26. Eight, Lord Roscoe, opened at 23 into 19. The Iron Horse, Fulton Tin, opened at 440 into 350. Ten, Roman Art, 34 into 26. Better be Oscar, $61, some specking there. And the old-timer, our Jimmy Johnson, at $41. How do you see it, Bomber? Yeah, well, I, I know, Rob, we're hoping I've got this one right. But, uh, yep. yeah, the bird, yeah, perfect draw for me. Uh, just holds up early, decides whether to sit on Bletchley, most likely Bletchley Park, I think, with it and Major Times both going forward. I think Major Times will get stuck in the breeze here. And, like, as impressive as he was last week, this is another massive step up. Bletchley Park just runs along at really, really good sectionals in front, and the bird dance loves following those sectionals. And as we've seen last time against uh, Talk To Me, Your Majesty, when... Uh, he just broke 30 seconds for every quarter, and this bloke sat three pegs and ran over the top. Just, yeah, has a really, really, really good turn of speed off, off fast times, and I uh, think major times does it hard in the breeze. Bletchley Park might be just left a bit of a shot, uh, sitting duck. And, uh, yeah, old Bolton Tin, he was super impressive down at He was unbelievable, wasn't he? He was, but he's going to have to make up many lengths here, I think, and... Yeah, just love the way this horse quickens off good speed, the bird dance. I think it gets the lovely draw. Yes, and uh, with Volton Tin, you know, backing up, you don't see that a problem for him? No, I don't think so. Uh, you know, he's, a, he's an old warrior, and uh, probably the draw is the biggest issue for him. He, he's going to be three back in the running line, depending on whether Major Times wants to hold the breeze, which I think it probably will. Uh, you know, Emily may look to go around and have a bit of a look at taking the breeze with Bolton Tin. But either way, the bird dance, he just sits on their backs, smokes the pipe, and uh, he can either go inside or out, up the straight, and I think he'll sprint over the top. Yeah, he does have some options early, and the sprint lane is of great advantage. How do you think this? Uh, we should bet on this race, Bomber? Uh, yeah, I've marked him much shorter than he than he opened up. He's actually drifted a little bit. So, um, yeah, I think we can, we can go three units. Okay. Like it. Three units, a five-unit and a three-unit bet. Uh, that was the Race 5, the Furfy, uh, the Furfy Bunbury Cup Group 2. 
All right, Bomber, we'll come back shortly and we'll have a look at a couple from Gloucester Park tomorrow night. But before we go to the break, let's have a listen to the Iron Horse Volton Tin taking out last Monday's Access Cleaning Services Group 2 Pinjarra Cup, driven by Emily Savelko for Phil Costello. In 28-7, Volton Tin, Mighty Conqueror sticks on. Around the outside, improving from well back in the field as Miracle Moose and then Galactic Star with Wild West and Simba Bromac and Bletchley Park. But at the turn, Volton Tin turns the corner. He leads a length and a half, two legs. In second, Mighty Conqueror, Miracle Moose has come from well back to third. Into the straight, it's Volton Tin. He's coming away, two and a half. Miracle Moose is giving chase. Volton Tin, though. Volton Tin at his fourth tilt. Volton Tin has done it you're listening to talking trots with morton michael radley on sen track this is talking trots with morton michael radley on sen track and then came Talks Up a Storm. Give us a wave. Starts to run on again in the straight. Mighty Ronaldo in a 27-7. And Leverage-O's coming now. It's Mighty Ronaldo. Leverage-O the outside. It's Mighty Ronaldo just in front. Leverage-O diving. Mighty Ronaldo clinging on. He's got the golden boots tonight. Mighty Ronaldo. And that was Mighty Ronaldo winning the Group 2 three-year-old APG Sales Classic final, beating a very, very gallant Leverage-O. And we look forward to seeing a couple of good duels uh, against uh, those horses in uh, coming months. And the highest price uh, colt at the uh, yearling sales in the weekend was a half-brother to Lavrajo bought by Senior for $130,000. So that was great there. And, yeah, great win to Mighty Ronaldo. This segment is brought to you by Steel Blue Boots, Australia's leading supplier of work boots. Whatever you trade, we've got the boots. Built for comfort, made for work. I'm sure you've probably got a pair kicking around in the shed there somewhere. We certainly Rob. have Morts, and it was great to catch up with Ross Fitzgerald the other day on our, um, our bus trip away. And An amazing company from where they've come from to be market leaders. They've just um, got some great product and uh, in very, very clever marketing. Very I think, clever. As well. So yeah, well. no, he's a good man, Ross Fitzgerald. He's certainly one of us. Uh, okay, Bomber. So now, uh, now we turn our attention to Gloucester Park, which is tomorrow night, the uh, the 6th of March, and we head to race to the Caduceus Club of WA MS Pace, over 2,130 metres. And I don't have a market there, so um, Bomber, I'll get you to uh, to talk through this one as I try and find a market somewhere. Yeah, good luck with that, Mort. So <laughs> it's a little bit early, isn't it? <laughs> uh, no, but I've actually this race is one that I've done a recent backflip on. Actually, I I um I was pretty keen initially. The last drop, I thought he would cross to the top, and uh, and in front, you know, it takes a lot of getting around this horse. He was almost impossible to beat. But the whisper is that uh, number one Blackjack Zach will be holding with Chris Lewis on this week, and uh, this horse has been absolutely flying with no luck for about. 10 starts, I'd say. Um, just keeps keeps getting buried away. Can't find any any room anywhere. And, uh, yeah, they're going to take that luck out of the equation tomorrow night by the sounds of it. And, uh, you know, back in front, first time he's had the opportunity to do that for, geez, it'll be a, a year, I would say. Uh, he, yeah, just going, just carving out sectionals that'll win this race if he if he does hold the front. It doesn't look to be a whole lot of pressure once, 
you know, um, the last drop isn't able to cross him, uh, if that is the case. And, uh, yeah, I, I think he can actually sneak away with this race. Well, I think, you know, Chris Lewis from Barry 1, if he wants to hold, he he really does get crossed. So um, it's going to make it difficult for the uh, for the other horses, but does also give them an opportunity because he's not known really as a leader. But um, if they hold, um, no doubt we'll know Saturday night whether that was the right move. So uh, betting-wise, Palmer, what are you thinking? Yeah, I think, yeah, as you just touched on, I think he... It just aids him with that ideal investment and will probably hold the last drop out enough to allow him to kick through underneath. And, yeah, just um, looking at the race in, in that respect. If he holds up, I, I think it could well be a two-unit bet at around the sort of three three fifty mark. I would suggest he'll probably go up. Yeah, that sounds like good shopping. All right, so two-unit bet, uh, race two. And the the minimum price that we need to get for that bomber was $3, you think? Yeah, I think three, three to three, actually probably three fifty. I think it'd be better than three fifty. I'd I'd probably bottom him out at three fifty. Three dollars fifty. That is very good, and of course some great racing there at uh, Gloucester Park tomorrow night with the three-year-old Caduceus Club uh, Classic. Uh, the next race we go to is race six, which is join the Caduceus Club today. Phillies and mares. Mobile pace over 2,130 metres, and that is a very good field. How do you see this one playing out, Bomber? Yeah, well, we're uh, with Chris Lewis again from the pole. I, I guess it's you know it's, it's been a pretty good recipe over over many years, and, and we're going to go with him twice tomorrow night. So rumour has it, you know, she's not the fastest beginner in the world, but this is not an electric front line by any stretch, and uh, she led the Dainty's Daughter recently. Had no trouble holding out there and then uh, dashed home in a 56-2 in what looked to be you know, no stronger than this. Um, very impressive record when leading. She's won four or five. Only time she was rolled was when uh, the very talented American armour ran her over. Takes on the older mares, but she's done that successfully already this year. And, um, yeah, I think she just just kicks through underneath them, leads them, and, uh, and yeah, expect her to be winning. And what do you see as a main danger, Bummer? Probably, and she's drawn horribly, but Vivere de Moore, she, she's yeah. absolutely flying. Had she have drawn anywhere, you know, anywhere closer to the fence or, or just with a bit more of a trailing draw or even a chance to lead, she'd be very, very hard to beat. Ali Shah on uh, Rumour Has It's Back is, is definitely a place prospect. She went really good when leading last time and, and going to get every opportunity tomorrow night. So, yeah, those two are probably the main dangers, I think. Yes, and how do you, uh, what do you think we're having a bet on and uh, what sort of value? For this race, yeah, I think I've marked around the two dollar mark and a, and a three unit bet at that two dollar mark. So um, yeah, I'm pretty confident. She, she's just, you know, she's a big, strong filly, and I uh, don't think she'll have any trouble with the older mares here. Yeah, no, she's uh, she's had a, a good career to date. She just had that one little blot on the copybook a uh, couple of starts back, but made up for that. And yeah, was certainly in extremely good form uh, earlier on in her uh, career. Uh, Bomber, just quickly, uh, before we do let you go, and um, race number five, the Caduceus Club Classic. Can anybody beat Laverjo? For your sake, I'd like to say yes, Mort, with <laughs> Mighty Ronaldo. <laughs> Congratulations last week, by the way. He was he was super brave in front and in holding out Laverjo last week. But I think just 
you know, these are two horses. There's nothing between them, and whichever one draws the better is, is probably going to win you know, nine times out of ten. Laverage O comes up with the right marble tomorrow night. Your bloke follows him through. You know, they look to probably run one, two, but it's impossible to see anything running over top of Laverage O in front. Yeah, unfortunately, Bomber, I have to agree with you. He's a, uh, he's a very smart type, and he was able to sit outside uh, Mighty Ronaldo last week and... Um, Get very, very close indeed. So he's a, a beautiful-looking colt, and uh, we look forward to getting out there tomorrow night and seeing that race. And like you said, I think we're going to see some very good uh, tussles between these two horses as we head towards the uh, the WA Derby. There are some very, very smart three-year-olds, and I'm expecting a few more to come back in. And if I can get a nod of the head from Mr Gartrell, probably a couple of yours uh, about to... Um, Head back in and, and uh, line up for the derby? Yeah, there's some obviously some good three-year-old racing happening, so we'll be uh, hoping to put our best foot forward. I, I see, Bomber, um, did you have a multi for us on Saturday night at Gloucester Park? Actually, there is. Um, yeah, if we've got time, I'd just run through Excellent. one quickly. I, yeah, yeah, I thought there was three horses that, you know, just, just won tomorrow night, and, and, you know, if you multi them all up, you'll get around the $2.50 mark if, if my pricing's anywhere near what goes up and the first one was Silent Major in the first number 11 just been amazing since he joined the whole camp and uh, even his eighth in the Golden Nugget was good enough to win this race so oh, Bummer we seem to have uh, seem to have lost you there so we've got a very short multi but uh, we will get those numbers and we will come back to you with those uh, and let you know what Bomber's uh, multi is but uh, as we go to the break uh, let's go back to last Friday night and have a listen to Tiger Texas. Very impressive, winning the first, rating 156.3 for the 21.30, home in 28.4 and 27.7. Third is Manning and then pocket the cash. For the back is Cordero, the inside, and coming through in the middle, off the inside, Zozo Magogo as they corner. Hall hasn't moved on Texas Tiger as it raced up to Anvil Roller over and shot to the front. Zozo Magogo, Cordero's coming through. The outside pocket the cash, but Texas Tiger is sprinting away to win easily, and Texas Tiger won by about seven metres to Anvil Rollover. You're listening to Talking Trots with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. This is Talking Trots with Morton and Michael Radley on SEN Track. Western Sonador covered up on the inside of comes to win in 28 and the leader King of Swing full of running straightens up three metres to Ignatius Crunch Time they were followed then to the outside out to play running on one change and bright energy it's King of Swing in front trying to stay on Ignatius Crunch Time and then came one change and out to play now he opens up on the King and he dashes away and he is miracle mile bound once again King of Swing too good for out to play who gets that all in King of Swing, very impressive, uh, once again taking out the Group 1 Schweppes Sprint. 149.5, just the lazy last quarter in 25.8. As we welcome uh, to the show, a very big welcome to our man, Ben Cray. Good morning, BK. How are you, Morts? Good to uh, speak to you guys there. Thank you. I'm uh, the hosting today. I have... uh, Leviathan owner Rob Gartrell with me uh, this morning, mate. Morning, BK. Good morning, Rob. Uh, 
Mort, does this mean that Rad is out and you're in? That's it? Uh, Over? N- no, this is my first time hosting it and probably my last, but uh, <laughs> we're going okay. We are going okay at the moment, mate. So, um, Excellent. Good. Now, uh, we've got the big miracle mile at Tabcourt Park, uh, Menangle, tomorrow night. How do you see that, uh, BK? Oh, look, I don't think we're uh, splitting the atom here by declaring King a swing the winner. Dollar forty, dollar forty-five. It's probably the right price. Um, everyone thinks that the map looks nice and easy. You know, everyone's got Ultra Orlando crossing and King of Swing coming over after that. But as we know, sometimes when the map looks too easy, everyone will look for alternatives and they'll uh, try and switch things up a bit. So it may not be as clear cut as that. Um, I was uh, just discussing before on uh, Victorian. Sen that uh, I do like to pick a war with a state, as you know. So today, Tassie is my Tassie is my state that we're going to pick a war with, and uh, I think Ignatius is uh, pretty lucky to be in the race, to be honest. And I think it's big big unders. So uh, I don't like Ignatius at all. I think the Black Prince has probably got some value on the on the pegs there. There's a question mark about how bloody good expensive ego is. Yeah, the chariots. Um, how's he going to go? Yeah, look, uh, the chariots form. Maybe a bit questionable as composed as opposed to uh, previous years, but you really can't do more than it did. It sat, sat in the chair and went forty eight point nine, and everyone must have keep potting expensive ego and say, "Oh, I can't win this time. I can't win this time." But it keeps winning. Um, I'm not tipping it, but you know, twelve from sixteen, and uh, like I said, a last start winner in the chair at forty eight nine over in the chariots. You, you really, if someone likes it, you can't say no. It shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't be liking it. That's for sure. Outro Orlando, really good gate speed. Um, Alfred on board uh, in the gig, sorry. Uh, it's back to its best, Outro Orlando. And then you've got horses like Wolf Stride. I'm not, I think I've called it the most improved horse in Australia. Yes. Absolutely flying. Out to play was only beaten four metres behind King of Swing last time. So if there is some sort of, um, you know, difference to the map that we all think and, that, and something starts going hell for leather, then it's going to come into play. And then, well, if the speed's on, there's nothing like, Looking at stylish Memphis coming down the yeah, outside. How good she going? Jeez, it's, a, it's yeah, such an fine. impressive horse to look yeah. at coming down the outside. I, I think I said on Twitter the other day that it just I just love watching her run down the outside. It's just beautiful to watch. So, um, look, I'm going to put King of Swing on top. We're claiming it, obviously, a New South Wales horse now. It's no longer a WA horse. Uh, as you know, yep, yep, we like to do that. I'm, I'm definitely going to put him on top, but there's definitely some value around. I think the Black Prince is probably value. Um, Wolf Stride's probably the right price and um, maybe, you know, for the place or, or very small, you know, one by nine players, whatever, out to play might be a, a decent place price as well. But I really uh, I really think that the big unders is, is Ignatius in the race and, and that might, big might be... Uh, yeah, I think it's the big unders. It's the only one that I really would want to talk anyone out of. I think Stylish Memphis probably can't win the race. Something you'd need to go right for it to win, but it can definitely place, that's for sure. It's just, just flying that horse. Very good. Now, we're going to head to uh, quickly head to Newey. We've uh, got a couple of races there to have a look at, race five and seven. How do you see those, BK? Well, you know, I'm a big advocate for the driver change, and um, whether or not um, Chris Deere is a better driver than Darren McCall is uh, yet to be seen. But all I know is some horses do improve, and Chris is a great driver. So I'm going to go with race five, number three, the Maharani, as Fred Hastings like to rattle that one off with his tongue. Uh, it's been racing a lot better races than this. Uh, fourth, the Kingmaker, and then uh, fifth, the Stun Gun. A couple of uh, ex-Kiwis there that are really flying. Look, it doesn't like to win out of turn. I'm not going to lie to you, but this is a, a huge dropping class back to Newcastle. 
Number two, Cormley Beaver's going uh, first up first up for a couple of months for Ricky Olchin, and their stable's going really well. But I don't think it's a star, to be honest, Cormley Beaver. And uh, Repertee's got some good gate speed if needed. Corbo really well for uh, Clayton Harmy last time, but harder off the uh, second row. I just think the Maharani at around the three dollar thirty chance is value with the uh, with the driver change tonight. Excellent stuff. And then we go to race seven. Looks like the best bet to me tonight here, number ten, Rocktagonal. Uh, it came up from uh, Victorian. It's with the Darren Elder camp. First up at Tamworth was sort of okay. It's hard to sort of win off the track there. Then it went to Newcastle and Darren Elder drove it. Um, I uh, look. I don't think anyone would be surprised when they were saying that they do go better when Brad drives them. It came out last time, and it ran just under five metres second to Rock and Roll Swinger, which is a hot favourite for one of the uh, earlier races tonight. And they went 54-5. Uh, if they go that sort of speed here, it'll be winning. Uh, I think despite the back row, it gets a nice enough draw just being two off the uh, uh, two off the back rows there. I'm going to get a run through, and it showed really good speed last week, and it looks like the one that can be improving. Uh, the rest of them are sort of racing against each other every week there, so they don't really see them improving too much. I think uh, Rocktagonal looks just about primed to be winning tonight. Around the $2.10 to 20 mark, that could be the banker for the night. Good man. Appreciate it, as always. BK, all the very best out there at Tabcourt Park, Menangle. Thanks, guys. Have a good weekend. Thanks, BK. There we go from uh, the great man, uh, BK. It's been a very good um, very good. Uh, show today rob we thank you very much for uh joining us yeah hope pleasure to be uh, here Mortz, and uh, enjoyed it looking forward to a few winners over the weekend a lot of racing to watch with um bunbury uh, friday gloucester park saturday and obviously the miracle mile um scotty bombers hills did we get his uh, multi there Mortz? i have it here saturday so night? so the multi is at gloucester park um race one number 11 silent major race four number one texas tiger and race five, number one, Lavrajo. $2.50 if you uh, round all those up. And he's gone for a three-unit bet there. Ooh, so a bit of confidence can't be beaten, he said. So uh, there's a multi for the three races there at Gloucester Park. It's been a great show. Enjoyed your company, Rob. We look forward to seeing you next time, which hopefully won't be too far away. And on behalf of both of us, thanks very much. And have a great weekend, everybody. Thanks, Mort. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91